Hold on. <laughs> Open a cheeky brew. Yo, 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 in the dojo. What is going on, people? Um, thank you for, for tuning into yet another episode of uh, the Elevation Podcast. Um, I'm here with my host, Tom. Hello. How are you doing, mate? <laughs> yeah, not too bad, mate. How are you doing? You, nah, it could be worse. It could be worse. Um, kind of startled by how, how quickly this, this year's moving, but, you know, we, we move, we move. Yeah, um, fucking hell, it's March already. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I was just thinking today, seeing uh, people talk about uh, selling uh, festival tickets and festival tickets being advertised and released, this, that and the other. I was like, wow, actually, do you know what? In another three months, we're on the brink of summer. It's actually insane to think about that. I mean, we've had pretty beautiful weather today. Yeah. But like the idea of summer still seems like so far away. Summer, 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 summer. And what better, what more fitting um season to to relate to what we want to talk about today which is one of the ultimate well i like to think it's one of the ultimate forms relaxation relaxation what a time to be alive when you're relaxing obviously relaxation can take many forms some people find it easier to relax than others other people relax in different ways um you know if you're a workaholic type quite hard to relax quite hard to take a break um, I'd almost say they like that though I think relaxation like obviously is good when you've been super busy mm. and like certain people obviously could relax more than others but there are a lot of people out there who like don't actually enjoy relaxing mm. that much they're mm. like I want to be doing things I want to be active yeah yeah you know um, I'm not one of those people <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we have uh, famously been lazy uh, lazy most of our lives not not slow not slow thinkers. I think people who always have some, a lot going on in their head find it hard to sort of wind down. I think Hot Fuzz is the perfect example where um, Sergeant Angel. Oh wow, I almost forgot, but that came to me. Sergeant Angel, you remember where Nick Frost? Can't remember his name. He says in the pouring way where they both have their caps on. Like you can never switch off. Like that's your problem. Yeah, we're not like that. <laughs> <laughs> and thank thank the Lord, we're not like that. Personally, yeah. I feel like that is such a such a struggle of an existence to constantly be like on it twenty four seven. Yeah, why would you why would you want to do that? And do you remember what we used to say? Definitely don't say it anymore. But we used to say like, oh. God, take a chill pill. Oh, man. That saying is just such a fucking oxymoron because it's like such an unchill thing to say. Like telling someone to take a chill pill... It's basically telling them to fuck off. And it's just so not chilled. It's so not relaxed. I think that's the strongest fuck off we've had yet. Wow. That was that was tasty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, notoriously, people would say it when they get, like, leery and wound up by something. But, oh, do you chill, Bill? And they're, like, they, they get even more irate. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like you're, you're fishing. Yeah. You're fishing for a bite. Yeah. And you got one. You got a big old tuna. <laughs> okay. So, Henry, you've had... A long day at work. You know, Jenny in the office has been... She's been pissing you off. Why have you mentioned Jenny? You know I don't like her. (laughs) Jeff has also been upsetting you. But why would he do that? Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) But you've had a really hard day in the office. Nothing's nothing's going your way. 
you know, clients are turning you down even with your best sales pitch. You, you're Wolf of Wall Streeting it out there yeah. and they're just still saying no. Wow. Yeah, it's a pretty depressing day. And you go to the gym to work off all this, like, frustration. Yeah. Right? You're pumping out, like, you do, like, a fucking 90 kg bench press. Yeah. Like, you're fucking, you're going for it. <laughs> you've, you've exhausted your body. You get home. What do you do then? Oh, I was waiting for one more F word because I was really enjoying the emphasis of that word on, on your point. You're like, fuck, I'm not sure. Fuck, I'm not sure. You're fucking shattered. <laughs> what do you do? Um, so there's a few things I could do. It depends, you know, obviously if there's people in the house because I live with I live with my mates. Um, someone's about, maybe we cook dinner, maybe watch a movie, maybe we just have a chit-chat. Um, or I might say, do you know what? It's just been... It's been an aggressive couple of days. And actually, for my own sake, I actually just kind of want to do me right now. And I might just grab my book. I'm reading June at the moment. I'm Excellent taking a book. It is a great book. I'm taking a long ass time to read it just because it's actually just hard to find the time. So it's also I've, like a dense book. So yeah. like you can't just like half read it. You have to like really be in it. Yeah, big time. But if I have an inkling of desire to spend some time by myself, then do it the book is the first thing i'll think of nice i'm, I'm much I'll, I'll gravitate much more quickly to reading rather than watching a series yeah me too. um i'm i used to i i mean i've been able to binge series as much as the next person if not more i remember like back Do you remember in breaking bad oh my god <laughs> when you were doing you know that story. you're okay you remember that yeah, yeah I, I, remember in, that, I think it was as exam study leave I we had like 10 days or something and I binged the whole of Breaking Bad during those 10 days 10 days to watch 5 seasons give or take wow (laughs) (laughs) I really think I worked it out at the time when you told me and I was like mate you must have been watching like 7-8 hours every day and you were like yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. not even batting an eyelid (laughs) oh it was oh man it was so juicy I would wake up at 10.30 ish my mum would always go and think teach yoga and whenever she got back I'd have to pause the episode that I started like first thing in the morning I was meant to be studying all my books on the table I'd I'd, I'd quickly pause the episode like you know move my my notes about make it look like I'd done shit and then she'd walk in she'd be like oh Henry you're revising and I'd be like yeah probably just gonna take a pause because I've been revising all morning (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See, like, it was so obvious that I hadn't been. But anyway, I jumped back on the it's laptop. It's actually amazing, though, like what you, what you used to do and what you used to get away with when you were a kid. Like, well, I don't know if everyone did this, but like me as a kid was just like, whatever I could get away with, I would do it. Yeah. Like the least amount of work possible. Yeah. Because yeah. you didn't, uh, for me, I didn't really understand this relationship between like work and success at that point yeah yeah for me it was just like why would i ever want to work or at least you did but the gravity of those responsibilities was just so yeah like completely not obvious to you in the slightest yeah and it was like a place it was such a place of privilege and i don't don't want to get into it too much but like it's kind of crazy how i realized at a certain point like oh if i don't work if i don't do x y and z like i'll have no money yeah and if i have no money I'll have to live in my parents' house forever <laughs> and then eventually probably get kicked out and then I won't be able to do any of the things that I want to do. Yeah. So maybe I should do some work. Maybe you should, maybe you should just crack on. <laughs> but, oh, man, that is some serious relaxation. I mean, yeah, I'm the same as you. Like, I don't actually... 
I actually find it quite hard to get into a series, like to find the desire to like get into a TV show because I know that once I do, I'll be like, I'll be fucking on it. That's the one thing that deters me that I'll be so on it that I'll go back to my old ways. <laughs> Breaking Bad, I was watching it till 4 a.m. Well, sometimes 4.30 if the episode was, well, sometimes 5 if the episode was really good. It's just your whole life. It was my whole life, yeah. For kind the, of incredible. Like, um, it's oh, actually man. incredible that the content can be that good that you, like, give up your whole life for it. But probably the first thing that I would jump into, like, if I was just trying to relax, if I just had, like, a hard day at work and got home and I was like, right, what am I going to do to relax? The first thing I'd probably turn to is my Xbox, is video games. Uh-huh. And, like, I don't really game on my own that yeah. much anymore. Yeah. Um, but I would, like, you know, have... <laughs> I have a little group chat of gamers. Um, gamers. Gamers. And I'd, you know, pop a little message on there, see who's up for, like, a bit of FIFA, a bit of Rocket League, something like that. And, yeah, just that probably is my way of relaxing. And it's kind of ironic because those are pretty competitive games. Yeah. And, like, you, it actually gets quite competitive. But yeah, for me, it's, like, it's a competitiveness that doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't affect your real life. And I think sometimes relaxation is about sort of removing yourself from reality or or from the responsibilities and the obligations yeah um, and the expectations placed upon you yeah i remember when we were living in sweden and we used to we absolutely smashed like call of duty zombies out of the park we even bought like a installment pack can't remember what you call it. Expansion like pack. Expansion pack. A exactly. DLC. A d- Downloadable <laughs> content. A DLC. Woo! Uh, you remember those kids? <laughs> and um, we got like the sickest map that you could get. I can't remember what it's called. The one with the bows and shit. Anyway, we took this game to the next level where we, we relax when playing it. But obviously, for all of you who understand how, how zombies works, it's not exactly a relaxing game. Like, the game can end at any moment because a horde of, you know, infected Nazi... Zombies. Zombies. I mean, basically, the idea is that you have to survive as long as possible. And as soon as you die, like, the game is over. Yeah. Right? So it's pretty intense stakes, Yeah. you know? Anyway, we digress. The point is we go into this hardcore game and it would be relaxing. And I feel like <laughs> rarely in, during the course of the game, there would be moments of relaxation because it is an intense game. And yet... It's incessant, really. Still, that thought, <laughs> that, 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 you know, delving into that would be relaxing to us. Yeah. Is there, is there something that's maybe more, more obviously relaxing that you maybe do, Henry? Um, hold on. <laughs> Open a cheeky brew. <laughs> you can't go wrong no, with that one, to be fair. <laughs> no, that's not my go-to every time. Otherwise, I have a massive beer belly. Which you um, do. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm actually trying to get one for this summer. Watch out. Um, <laughs> Henry Dad Bod's coming through. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if it's a working day, then the the... The, the obvious choice for me is to to go do some exercise, release some endorphins, because that always makes me feel better. Um, and I usually go to the gym, uh, do a bit of cardio, do like some some weights and stuff, and then and then just jump in the sauna steam. Yeah, get some heat. Get some heat. Once you've gone through your hard day of mental exhaustion, give yourself some physical exhaustion to balance it out. Yeah. And actually, like a good friend of ours loves a bit of Muay Thai. 
martial arts. And I actually think I mean, martial you're looking, arts... you're looking at one of them over here as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Henry actually also is... Less so Muay Thai, but I love boxing. Yeah, he's a big believer in this. And I think martial arts is actually one of the best ways to, to reach that like mind body connection mm-hmm. and a combined exhaustion yeah and i think that's actually a great way to relax is to like exhaust your it sounds counterintuitive but to exhaust your physical body um and just accept that like yeah you've done your your day's work you've done your day's effort 100 100 percent, and then go into the sauna and, and rebirth and find that heat really just hone in very be very internal understanding what your limits are how you know obviously how how hot you are um how much longer you think you might want to stay in and and you know for most people it seems like a stressful idea to put your body through that sort of endurance almost but you're and and <laughs> that momentous heat is only building up to to the point where you leave the sauna, obviously, you can stay there forever. Um, and then you you feel, honestly, you feel incredible. And the yeah. longer you stay in there, the more incredible you feel. Do you know what feels even more incredible, What's even that? though it's pain, is going straight into a freezing cold shower. Yeah. And you or, should do that. It's important or, to do that. You know, obviously, sauna steering is so good for your muscles and relaxing your joints and generally just um, finding, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, however much time you, you're comfortable spending in there to just let it all throw through you um but obviously there's a different kind of heat <laughs> and that heat kind of comes with going on holiday for most people they choose to to bask in the sun the sun the sun the, the source sun of energy is incredible <laughs> in the solar system. I, I think we're probably going to do a whole episode on the sun at some point um, yeah yeah we are but probably a nerdy one where we chuck in some like mad facts that people would just blow their minds blow their minds there's blow so much to talk about yeah. the sun it's absolutely fucking massive as well if you've ever like studied how big the sun is. Like I'm gonna go with a swear swear word count about five or six on you this episode. Yeah, it's been aggressive from me. <laughs> yeah. On a podcast about relaxation, it's been aggressive. It's fucking aggressive. But <laughs> my friend my friend Alla, like so she she's Lebanese. Shout out Alla. And she um she just moved to London and she said the funniest thing to me the other day. She was like she was like, Tom, the sun here is just a lamp. Like, there's no heat. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Like, in the winter, it's actually so true. Like, you can stand outside in the sun and not really feel much. But when me and Henry were living in Sweden, there were times, and uh, granted, you didn't get to see the sun very often. Sometimes weeks went by without the sun. And the sun would come out. most was like three and a half. Yeah, like three and a half weeks. of Not a single hour of sunlight recorded. So when the sun did come out... <laughs> And this might sound really lame, but like me and Henry would literally stand outside our flat in this like small... In the lunch hour break. In this small like little slit where the sun would come through between different apartments and just stand in the sun, just with our eyes closed, oh, just soaking up the rays. Oh, it was a good time. It was so good. And I'm, I mean, I agree with what Ala said about... Well, I sort of agree and disagree because... When I when I go into my housemate's room, just the right of me, he has the he has the front room of the house. Shout out Graham, and um, he gets by far the most sun um, in the whole house. And I sometimes go into his room when he's not there, and just I, I yeah. pull the window down, the top window or the bottom window, depending on where the sun is in the in the sky at that point. And I just sit in his chair and like take it all in. And actually. Because I'm not outside, and because the cold air isn't not not enough cold air is coming into the room, 
it's surprisingly warm. Like honestly, the 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 power of the sun genuinely comes through. Come, it, it does come through. Oh my gosh! Two years ago today is pretty much we're a week shy of when the pandemic. 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 <laughs> Where this thing called the pandemic happened. Where the pandemic broke out. I don't out. know if you guys have heard <laughs> about it. The pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Petition to rename it the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, was, side note. I just fucking. Well, I'm gonna say love. Seven. Seven. It's fuck. <laughs> fuck. Eight. <laughs> People who are like petitioned to stop the war in Ukraine. I'm like, oh yeah, Putin, mate. He's really gonna listen to your your fucking petition. <laughs> the man's decided to invade a fucking country, but no, your petition with with a hundred thousand signatures. Yeah, that's gonna stop him. <laughs> you know, you know, actually that. We've spoken just about the pandemic and about Putin. And that actually does make me realise that the last two years... Been pretty hectic. Retrospectively, have been pretty unrelaxing. (laughs) For most people. We've just been forced to be caged into our homes with our families, who most people don't get on with, let's face it. And then... (laughs) Brutal! (laughs) And then, just after, just when the the dust is settling and everyone's like, oh, fuck. The pandemic's behind us. <laughs> <laughs> then one of our renowned, you know, worship world leaders, while well, they're all so great, <laughs> decides to wage war with with Ukraine. And then we, you know, the mad theory with mutually assured destruction is more real than ever. That if you chuck a nuke on me, I'm gonna chuck one right back on you. Like. That's a stressful thing. Yeah, I think the best way I've ever heard it described, right, the nuclear warfare thing, it's, it's two men standing in a pool of petrol and they both have a match. Yeah. And they're like, I'm going to light it first. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you're both going out in flames. <laughs> yeah. Is it the most stressful thing to think about is like... I have absolutely no control. <laughs> yeah, none. <laughs> like, yeah. Putin just presses that big red button and tomorrow I'm not here. Bosh. So, um, I guess the time when you do feel most relaxed is on holiday. I think most yeah. people would say that. Yeah. So, I wanted to ask you, what is your, like... Perfect relaxation holiday. It is almost fundamentally dictated by not necessarily the place, but by the people that come with me on that holiday. Wow. Because everyone, you know, holiday makers far and wide have different ideas of what makes the perfect holiday for them. And to know from your mates and obviously your closest mates just not to put that much, that much expectation on it, number one, because if you do, you're going to find yourself trying to tick things off as you would in everyday life, which is the complete wrong way to go about holiday. And secondly, 
to to know that oh, okay yeah maybe on day three we're gonna like go for a drive and explore the mountains or we're gonna go down to the coast if we're not already on the coast or actually you know what day three we're literally just gonna sunbathe all day and drink margaritas just to know that whoever you're doing that thing with that they want exactly the same thing from the day because yeah. if they don't you're gonna find yourselves having not obviously not like awkward discussions because you're you pretty relaxed and you're pretty open yeah and i think most people on holiday obviously going into that kind of mode of being a bit more laid back find themselves not pushing for decisions or not trying to be a decision maker or just saying no oh, I'm, I'm easy going like whatever we do i'm really happy doing that and those are the kind of people that you want to go on holiday with yeah so you want to pick the right people that that for you is the most important thing honestly people trump the place yeah it's actually funny it's a reoccurring theme henry's answer to a lot of things will always be people it will always be people orientated and i think he is one of the more people orientated people, <laughs> people. do you want to rephrase that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i would actually i wouldn't say people no you know i i, I would say like obviously it makes a big difference if you have difficult people there like game over like that's gonna be stressful but yeah it's what you said it's like not planning too much and just having like an open and being able to completely separate from your normal life i think the new environment aspect of it for me is huge Mm. that's why i'm not super fond of holidaying in the uk or Mm. driving to a destination Mm. because i really like the act of like getting onto a plane and And going somewhere and letting go and and going somewhere and for, for me i actually find going to new places relaxing because there's no expectation as you said but also it's just like my brain is just free to make all these new connections and all these new uh, realizations or, or understandings and it's taking everything in and I actually find that really relaxing rather than like dealing with the same stuff for me it's an escape mm. I think for me the more of an escape it is the better it is and some people might say like sad that you need to like escape your normal life but I guess I don't really see it like that it's more just like an adventure leading on from that do you think that we can ever be as relaxed with other people as we are in our own company have you ever maybe being with someone where you feel like just as relaxed as you do on your own yeah 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 big time i mean it 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 comes down to whether you actually want to be by yourself as well because if you want to be in other people's company then you're relaxed just by the fact that you're in in, in someone else's company um which is a really nice space to be in because then you can kind of just be I, i often find that i can be the best best possible version of myself for other people as well when I want to be with others and when I'm relaxed and when I'm chilled and yeah for me it's not as as clear-cut as that mm. I, I think there's certain there's a certain level of relaxation that I reach on my own mm. that I very very rarely reach with others yeah and I don't know if it's just part of me part of my personality I've always considered myself like more of an introvert so maybe it's to do with that but I think it's yeah, it, it comes back to expectations, obligations, and sort of responsibility. And I feel that, like, I feel truly relaxed when I feel like nothing is expected of me. Yeah. And I think I carry around a lot of expectations on myself. And they're not, like, put on by anyone else. But I, I expect myself to act in a certain way. And sometimes when I'm truly alone, when I know that no one can see me, I can, like, finally, like, let those go. Yeah. And just, just be 
what all the weights off your shoulders. There's yeah. no, no, you got to carry no one, nothing else. All the social responsibilities, all the work responsibilities, yeah. even all the things that you've expected of yourself. I mean, e- the evenings is a classic time for people to relax because the day is done. We've got yeah. it all behind us. Just before you go to bed. And there's actually nothing more frustrating than like just before you go into bed, feeling like you have more responsibilities to do. Like, yeah, so annoying. The one thing that like I, I thought about the other day and it's still far off, but like when you have kids, you must never get that. Because you're always responsible for your kid mm. for like 18 years since you like from the day you have your kid, well, even longer than that, because they're like they're going to be around for longer. Like you don't have a single day off. You yeah. can never like you truly you never have no responsibilities ever again. <laughs> That's just mad. <laughs> Wait, how am I? Not, how old am I? <laughs> <laughs> So, like, when I think of relaxing holidays, I mean, I can't not talk about Costa Rica because in that holiday, like, we we would wake up and surf before the sun rose, so it was nice and cool. And so, like, you'd go out for this this big old surf at, like, 5.30 a.m. You'd be out of bed at 5 a.m. So relaxing. 5.30, love it. Mate, it was actually <laughs> just beautiful. <laughs> it would be so chilled and you'd... You'd do like this big old surf and yeah, you'd be like tired and, and, and but also just like in awe of the beauty of, of nature and and watching the sunrise as you're like gliding on the waves. Wow. But the, the most relaxing bit is actually when you'd come back to the camp and the like staff would have prepared breakfast for you and mm. it'll be like all this fresh fruit mm. and just oats and like beautiful grains and you just sit down and just have like the most beautiful breakfast in the sun. Like they were starting to get warmer mm. and you just, you'd, you'd almost just completed the day mm. at like 9am. You'd done everything that you wanted to do with the whole day at 9am. That feeling that you usually get at 6pm or 7pm after work. No, 9am. <laughs> and it was just, that was for me, that was one of the precipices of relaxation. And I wanted to ask you if you had something similar. So, so if I think of one of my one of my great stories where I found this this unparalleled tranquility, which I haven't found since, which is a pretty big statement itself. That's a huge statement. Um, How long ago was this? It was almost three years ago, like exactly. Actually, I was in Vietnam with my mate Phil, and we were near Halong Bay. And what anyone will know about Halong Bay, which is a tourist trap, is also that it's got a lot of these like floating limestone mountains. It's a bit like Avatar, where they have those like floating mountains that they go to. Honestly, it's surreal. And it's made even more surreal by by taking acid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but we had this great idea. Wait, sorry, I'm just going to interject there. Like acid just always seems like such a strong word to describe such a like incredible drug. Yeah. Like acid, it just like who would want to take acid? Like it just sounds so intense. Yeah. But like yeah. I wish it was called sugar or something sugar. Instead, <laughs> just sugar. <laughs> I wish um, that would but be... yeah LSD but I can't remember I think Phil and I came up with the idea together to you can hire kayaks for a day and do whatever whatever the fuck you want and we we hired these kayaks and we bought a few days before these these two types of LSD and Scarner boat took us with the kayaks to 
basically the scent, the middle of this limestone um, mountain conglomerate. And we, we shacked up in this little... There was this floating hut which served food and it was just incredible. It was it was in the middle of nowhere. It was very... Wow. What's that movie called with Leonardo DiCaprio where he's on? The Beach. The, the Beach. beach. <laughs> the Beach. <laughs> very much like that, which completely surreal this own little community of people who were just living there on these mountains and you're you're like christ is this actually in existence in itself this is madness anyway um this we, we got up at 5 a.m to do this we took we took the tabs pretty much on the way over so 5 30 and then you know we were in the kayaks at six and we were we were paddling about trying to find these new just try and find whatever we could as we were coming up, which is pretty incredible. <laughs> That's insane. So you're literally on kayaks yeah. in Vietnam. In the same kayak, actually. Just in two, the same one kayak. One for two. Yeah. Yeah. So you're in this kayak together, coming yeah. up on acid yeah. in Vietnam yeah. with these limestone floating islands. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And uh, and we we floated over to this to this island and it was filled with trash, like dirt. And, wow. and rubbish um, because all the tide had carried in all the... I mean, Vietnam isn't the cleanest country ever and obviously a lot of that waste passes over to the ocean. And so when the tide isn't high, um, a lot of that that rubbish just, just stays on the beach and stays on the sand. So it's not always the nicest beaches to be on. And we, we literally... we um, What's it called when you when you turn turn the kayak over almost? Cap- capsized. Cap- we almost capsized, <laughs> right? And we lost a bunch of shit. We got really wet, like going into this 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 shoreline, this beach, because obviously we're both like pretty fucked by that point. The limestone mountains have become like all their own minerals and dust and dissolving to this, that, and the other. And we we yeah we we crashed into this beach. I lost one of my walkie talkies, which was really sad because for for weeks Phil and I had used a walkie talkie to communicate on our motorbike trip. And the mission was to to roll this joint, and oh my, everything was wet. Everything was wet. The, the 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 long skins, which were like everlasting papers, were completely soaked. The weed was wet. The any kind of paper we used for a roach was wet. And it took us three goes to to roll this, but not not in not in time. Like three attempts in total. I had to pop the 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 skin down on a piece of rock with everything in it to let it dry midway through rolling it again. I had to do that like two or three times to let it dry before I could, you know, re-roll it with my wet fingers. Again, I was pretty high at this point. <laughs> anyway, we smoked this joint, which was just the most incredible thing ever. Um, stroll around this beach for a bit. And then we realise that there's this opposing beach on the other side of us, which we take like it's like way too long to spot so like after i don't know no idea how much time passed probably about 40 minutes but okay let's go over there jump in the kayak again don't know how we push off um get over to this other beach and crikey there's this whole we we, we board and there's this whole like hut full of 100 percent tourists who are there on this big old tour you know, around the different beaches because there are bars and like restaurants and shit amazingly around this around this area. And we walk th- over the beach with our own kayak, just like, oh yeah, we're on our own little tour. I don't know what you guys are doing. They're clearly paying like through the roof to go on this tour. And on the other side, genuinely to this day, I've never walked into a more idyllic, beautiful postcard image of what was in front of us. Just, 
a whole beach to ourselves, a couple sun lounges, and just, oh my God, the view in front of us, just a couple palm trees on a couple islands just in the distance. And we were like, whoa, how have we stumbled across this? From just being on like shit creek, literally just being on trash islands, what we called it. <laughs> Transitioning to paradise, essentially. That was when we lay there, still, still, honestly, still so high. Ordered a couple beers that were so expensive, it didn't even matter. We didn't even care. Nothing was important in the world other than this, this mini adventure, this mini trial and tribulation that we just endured to get to this point. And yeah, we felt that all the traveling we'd done up until then was worth it. Ultimately, being relaxed is just saying, yeah, I'm here with what's going on here and now, and that's beautiful. Someone said to me, um, they said, what's something you have from your very first day to your very last day? And obviously you have yourself, but moreover than that, you have your breath. Mm. You know, your breath is the first and the last thing that Mm. you have. And it's like completely central to you. And being able to control your breath and actively think about it and meditate with it is is actually a very powerful technique. Yeah, I mean, that reminds you of... Wim Hofing, um, for anyone who doesn't know Wim Hof, great guided breathing techniques, which you can do, um, which are best done before bed to really, you know, calm you down. Uh, ironically, the breath work in itself, you have to hold your breath and then do ins and outs for 30 seconds is not super relaxing, but it, it brings you, it takes you to this form of, of um, exhaustion, which helps you sleep really, really well, which is a really lovely thing. So actually like the one time that I've done Wim Hof was was in was at Henry's house um with our friend Oscar and Henry and Oscar's like a huge believer in Wim Hof. He's like bloody read the whole book. Um, and and he was getting us to do Wim Hof. Shout out Oscar. And it'd be like a fucking it'd been a pretty hectic night, I seem to remember. Like I was pretty drunk and we were just in bed. And he was just doing this Wim Hof. And I was like, this is so intense. And you're like breathing in like, a <laughs> it's, it's, it's intense. And then you just stop. And I literally just like passed out straight yeah. away. No, I, yeah. I woke up the next day and I couldn't remember I like en- falling asleep or even the end of the Wim Hof. I just, I was just gone. Ideal. Yeah. Ideal. But surprisingly so, like you feel like it's really hectic when you're doing it. And then it just really relaxes you. You either do that. Or you just smoke a joint. <laughs> it's just pretty much the same thing. Bayana, on a reel, um, thank you all for listening. And actually, if there's one thing I can leave you with, it's with a sensational quote from Bill Murray, um, who features in Lost in Translation. For all of you legends who have watched that movie, um, and there's this scene where he's advertising this loquacious Japanese whiskey, and he says, for relaxing times, why not make it Santori time? Beautiful, beautiful. So we won't see you next week because this twat is skiing. Um, but uh, we'll see you the week after that. Cheeky little break. Adios. Bye.